Welcome to Media Hip Radio. Thanks for tuning in or downloading or playing Media Hip Radio. This is our inauguration podcast. Welcome. We have some great guests. We have Desi Heisen, formerly from the Whalers and Culture, and we have HR. Tune in. Tune out. Drop in. Drop out. It's up to you. Media Hip Radio, we will not be silenced. This is Z. Thomas thanking you once again. I have with us today a very special guest on the phone, a legendary singer and songwriter, a founder of the Bad Brains, and currently the lead singer of HR Human Rights. Thanks for speaking with us today, HR. It's been a long time. All right. Good to speak to you. Good to hear your voice. I'm cool. I'm doing fine. What's the question you been Well, we got some. Of course, uh, the listeners and fans want to know that Dr. No is doing better, as has been reported. Have you spoken to him uh, recently in the last few months? Yeah, sure have. He's doing much better. Working with us, and he's been playing the guitar, and he says he can remember everything, and he played a show with us a few weeks ago. About two weeks ago, we did a show in Brooklyn with uh, Doug Artwork being uh, being shown to people as in portrait, and we really had a nice time, and uh, Eric played with me. I played a couple of songs with them, and uh Sounds great. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, I'm sure the fans and listeners will be very happy. And how's how's Earl doing? Your brother. Earl's doing fine. Yeah, he's coming along just great. That's great. So, just for the record, the band is uh, the original band is doing well. They're all alive and uh, thriving. And HR Human Rights is doing well also. Uh, com- I want to commend you for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. It's well well-deserved, and you've been an inspiration to so many from the Foo Fighters and the Beasties and musicians and singers around the world. Yeah, mine. <laughs> so, thank you very much. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely an honor. So, we, of course, uh, I know you and I go back to the days of Madam's Organ, and it seems like another, another world, right? Uh, Growing up right. under Reagan, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> so now we've got Trump. So think times change, but you've been steadfast yeah. in your uh, commitment to human rights, and you've never, you've always spoken the truth. So I do respect that a lot, and I thank you for your music. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, sir, for asking me some questions, and uh, it's good to be noticed and owned by the people choice and we're doing fine and I'm doing fine doing much better than I had been doing a few months ago I was going through some brain surgery here in uh, Philadelphia and since the brain surgery I've been doing so much better and everything's just worked out fine well that's great I'm so happy to hear that and uh, from the bottom of my heart and from all your fans and, and our listeners we uh, know you're going to persevere. Uh, you've been through your struggles like all of us, but you, your status in the world of music is is obvious uh, to all and needs no introduction. Now, do you have any advice for aspiring musicians, people just starting out, 
you know, maybe some words of wisdom? Yeah, I sure, sure do. Um, I'd like to say to musicians that are starting out that keep up the good work and don't give up. And as long as they can stay positive, things will work out for them. And I would suggest that they do first do about 15 minutes every day with the playing and then they can take a little time to find out what kind of music they want to play and what inspires them the most and who inspires them the most and take it from there. Well, that's, that's some great advice. Have you seen any up-and-coming new bands or something, a band or a musician that you'd like to share that caught your interest? Yeah, man, I sure have Diggy Bottom. Nice. When did you last see Ziggy? Oh, I heard him on TV. He did a Grammy Award. Oh. And he sounded so much better. I saw him when he played here at Reggae in the Park in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, this was about three weeks ago. And he sounded great. He was there with his, um, with his full band. And everybody loved him, man. It was packed. Oh, that's, that's great. And it's really awesome to be able to enjoy the music, play the music, and connect with the people who, who are your peers, really. And... Yeah, my. <laughs> Today, a very special guest, Desi Heisen, who is a singer, songwriter, and producer, a longtime presence on the international reggae scene. Thank you so much for coming into the studio today, uh, Desi, and we're going to have you give us a rundown of the situation in your native 
island, your native home, Dominica. You visited there uh, several months ago. And uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a, a brief update? Thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here with you today. In this beautiful studio, it's raining outside. It reminds me of the same Dominica we were just talking about because it rains there a lot. Anyway, um, a couple of years ago, um, during the summer, there was a storm named Erica that um, devastated my own Dominica and pretty much took out a lot of the... It, a lot of the forestation of the island, the rivers, the island is, is, is surrounded by many rivers and a lot of those rivers, they rose above normal height levels and in so doing flooded out many villages and even up to today many of the villages have not been able to be um, lived in any longer because of that, um, because of that storm. But the good news is Two years after, I went down there two years after the storm happened. No, one year after the storm happened. And there's been quite a few improvements and there's going to be improvements that's going to take longer to accomplish because there's lots of improvements to be made. But Dominica is a very versatile country to me anyway because Dominica is, first of all, is, 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 is known really as a nature island. It's not really known as a, as, a, a, as a touristy kind of island. Like if you're a tourist and you're looking for white sand beach or you're looking for uh, something else pertaining to, you know, white sand beaches and crystal clear blue water, Dominica ain't the place for you. Dominica is a place where you go hiking, it's a volcanic island, so we have black sand beaches. So it's different. It's not like the regular, the, the, the regular um, um, pictures you would see of beaches, because most of the pictures I see of beaches is always white sand beaches and blue waters and stuff. And in Dominica, yes, we have that too, but we have another side of the beach. Now, as far as as far as the country. I think the country should, the, <coughs> excuse me, the direction the country should go into is more, more so than tourism. I think the, the direction I, I would like to see the country go to is more back to agriculture. So we're going to switch to the music, uh, one of our favorite topics as well. You've played with some of the greatest reggae bands in history, including Culture, the original Whalers, and Mojanaya. Why don't you take a moment to tell us about Joseph Hill, uh, a reggae icon, and what it was like to, to jam with him? For Joseph Hill. It would probably take me about four days to talk about Joseph Hill. But briefly, when 
I was asked to come and play with him. Um, I mean, I knew his music very well, but I never knew him. I had never met him personally. I'd met Burning Spear and a couple of other artists, but I'd, I'd never met Culture and Bump Joseph Hill in person. So the first time I met him, the first time I met him, he said to me, um, he said to me, I heard you're the, you're the singer in your band. Um, and he asked me, do you write your own material? So I said, yes. I read, you know, I'm, you know, I write my own music. He said, do you have any of your music? So I said, yes, I have, you know, I have some music I can, you know, I can let you. And he said, well, you know, if let me get, um, give it to me, let me listen to it, and I'll get back to you. And he said, hey, welcome to the group, and, you know, blah, 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 whatever, we can do whatever I can do to help you. And, you know, and... The, you know, time goes by, and as time goes by, I start spending more time with him, so I start getting closer to him. And then by all that time that has passed, he has now listened to my material. So he's, he's telling me about my material, in it because for me, Joseph Hill is not only a, 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 a mentor for me. Joseph Hill is a great songwriter, because when I listen to his lyrics and his and his music and his delivery is amazing to me that a lot of people don't see what, what like, or they don't hear or see what I see in the music that he put out. And his music is, and culture's music is different than, it's different to everybody's music. But the, the one thing I remember about him most is the opportunities that he, he, he made possible for me, especially. Uh, you know, he made possibilities for the band I was with too, but for me especially, he, he um, the, the first thing he did for me is when we would do live performances, he would let me go up before he comes up on stage. He would let me go up and sing my songs. Let me do maybe three, four of my songs. And he tell me, Daddy, you can do whatever you want. If you want to sing Bob's songs, if you want to sing your song, I would rather you sing your song because I like your song. They need to hear your stuff. And then, you know, we got closer and closer, and then Joseph started teaching me about royalties and BMI and ASCAP. And, you know, we'd be on many tours. We're sitting in the back of a tour bus, and we got nothing to do but sit back there. So it's either watch TV or we sit there and talk to each other and, Guy gave me a wealth of knowledge, musically and lyrically. That's an amazing stories, of course, that you have with Joseph Hill, and uh, what a great time that must have been jamming with the culture throughout the world. So tell us a little bit about the beginnings um, out of Dominica and your joining and putting together the band Mojanaya. Where, if I remember correctly, everybody could play each other's instruments. Is that correct? Well, pretty much. Pretty much. But the, the, the original concept of Mojanaya was some Dominican friends of mine who lived in New York. And that was in the 1970s. Now, bear in mind, when I came up here, when I left my country to come up here, I wasn't playing music at all. I was a soccer player. That's, that was my ambition. I wanted to be a soccer player. Music to me was something I liked to listen to. I never played an instrument. I didn't start playing instruments until I came to live in New York. 
So when I left Dominica, I had no idea I was going to be involved in music at all. And then I came up to New York, and um, I met my friends from Dominica. There was Brian Rock, whom you know, Rocket. Um, Rocket is one of the original members of Mojanai. And then, um, you know, there was there was some other members, and obviously the group changed members um, in between time. But it got started by them up in New York. And it's funny, when I first, when I first met them, we met on, on soccer fields. We used to go play soccer every Sunday. And we would meet on soccer fields, and those guys would tell me, yeah, we have a band called Mojanai and stuff. You should come hang out with us. So I started going to hang out with them. And um, the, guitar, the lead guitarist was a good friend of mine. Um, that's before Robbie. The lead guitar player was a good friend of mine, and um, he started teaching me how to play the guitar. And... Um, you know, cut a long story short, one day the, the rhythm guitarist who was part of the band, he left because um, because of his job. Um, and so those guys was looking around, those guys were like, hey man, you know, um, and the guitar player said, hey man, why don't we give Desi a chance to play? And you know, they taught me how to, you know, those guys took me from here in music and took me up there. They showed me all what they knew, showed me how to play different stuff on the guitar and how to play different calypso rhythms and reggae rhythms and whatever. And, you know, and that's how it, 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 it blossomed. And then it, it, it changed to, then I started doing harmony vocals. Then I started doing lead vocals. Then I started writing songs. And then the group changed. Then the, then the Mojanai out of New York became four people. It became Alex LaRock, it became Brian Rock, it became Robin Armstrong and myself. And a couple of years after that, we moved from New York and came down here to Washington, D.C. And based the band here for maybe about, I'd say, 10 years. And, you know, then we went through member changes again. And then in between all that, that's, we were on the same, we were with the same booking agent, that culture was with which, which is fast lane productions and that's how we got connected with with, with joseph here and after that you know mojanaya kind of took a rest and we went to play we went on to play with culture robin and myself and rocket moved to to chicago and rocket um started another group in chicago and alex larock alex plays with many groups even with now i'm, I'm right now he plays with rock groups very talented drummer rock bands, reggae bands, salsa bands. So, you know, everybody's gone off. Sarah Nuan. And where are you from, Sarah? Here in Washington, D.C. Okay, awesome. Journalists investigate. Yeah, this is Chris Thomas with Media Hip Radio. I'm here in front of the Washington Hilton Hotel. And there's a group of about two dozen demonstrators in front of the National Correspondence Dinner. And we're spinning off of the the climate uh, rally, the climate justice rally. I'm here with one of the organizers right now. How did you, how did you, uh, what was your take on the climate justice rally earlier? Oh, fantastic. What an incredible turnout. People from, I met people from all the way as far as Minnesota driving hours to get people 
Sounds really inspirational. And what's the what's the main message right here outside the uh, National Correspondents' Dinner? I know that President Trump's not going to attend, but I'm sure there's going to be people right, left, front, center attending from all, a lot of different media. Our t we are here to support free press and support journalists who are digging for the truth and investigating and not backing down when when Trump says no. I know that the recent opinion polls have shown uh, President Trump's approval rating going down. Do you think this is a trend that's ongoing, and do you think he's finally hit enough people where it hurts so that there's finally going to be resistance around the country? We've seen rallies just about every other weekend, hard to keep up with, and, of course, May 1st coming up around the corner. I think his rate is definitely going down. As you see, there are people marching everywhere, all around the country, all around the world, in support of you know, science, in support of showing his taxes, in support of climate change and free press. Thanks so much, and uh, good luck, okay? Have a great weekend.